Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Community health workers and uh, how they can really make a difference in the lives of people uh, around the world specifically. We're going to chat now with uh, Hannah Balena, who is a policy and advocacy officer at Results Canada. Hannah, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Jay. Thank you so much for having me on. Let's just uh, define what we're talking about here. When we're talking about um, community health workers, now we're talking about internationally primarily here, but uh, just give us some idea of what a community health care worker is and what they do. Sure. Um, so, you know, community health workers basically have been around for decades, pretty much, like you said, in most countries in the world internationally. And they go by different names. Sometimes they called, they're called health extension workers in Ethiopia, for instance. Uh, in Bangladesh, they're called Shastya Shabika. But the concept is the same everywhere. Uh, we have people living in the communities where they work. They're trusted members of that community. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're trained typically in basic health systems to detect and respond to people's concerns. So because of the shared experience and trust they have with their communities, they're able to be welcomed into patients' homes, um, and in the way, in that way, they're better placed than facility-based healthcare providers to understand and respond to the obstacles, uh, you know, facing their neighbors. And we know, for instance, for people who live in poor, remote places, they face considerable obstacles to receive healthcare. Right, like the high cost of treatment, transportation, uh, the time that you know required to travel to the nearest health facilities, the stigma associated with some diseases. This is why community health workers are so important. They are bridges. Uh, they make regular visits to all households and families in their areas. They access the health and, you know, the, the, the health of families. And then they link them as needed uh, with health facilities. So, for instance, if there's a child suffering from malnutrition, they'll refer him. Uh, they can provide vaccination. They, if they see a pregnant woman in their community, they'll make sure that she goes to her prenatal Checkups. They make sure that she delivers with the qualified health personnel and health facility. Um, and in particular, you know, if you're a person living with a chronic disease like HIV or tuberculosis, yeah. uh, these challenges make it really hard for you to access reliably the the medication that you need to survive. Right. So, community health workers really help ensure that patients take their medications regularly. They provide the moral support that they need. They monitor signs of complications. So. Um, they also typically lead on education campaigns to empower their communities. So they work so, so well because they understand the, the, the obstacles that their neighbors face. They connect them with the source of support. Uh, they encourage people to make you know behavioral change uh, when needed. Um, and then it's also the power of you know individual compassion, having that sort of accompaniment when you're not feeling well uh, in your Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. 
The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Journey back to health. Yeah, because it, it is very effective. Do you, is that what the thinking is? Why they are so effective and people respond so well? Is it because they have that, that community approach to it? Exactly. Because also they're able to connect them to health uh, facilities. Um, you know, the challenges that I mentioned earlier, people living in extreme poverty may not have access to health facilities. Right, because yeah. of cost, because of, uh, of stigma, etc. But having someone near you explain to you, oh no, it's okay. Uh, I know you have HIV. I know it's very hard. Uh, you're you're feeling stigmatized, but the treatment that you have, you have to stay on course. You have to take your medication. That sort of uh, support makes a powerful difference in people's lives and as a key key component of health systems around the world. Two things I was wondering, and and one of them, of course, is funding, and we'll get to that in a second. But first of all, in terms of integration with existing healthcare systems, is that a challenge or is that something that that works quite well? That's a very good question because, uh, you know, like I said, they're able to, better than facility-based clinicians, they're able to understand and serve their communities and their bridges in that way. But... um, Paradoxically, they're also not always integrated within the healthcare system. Okay. In most cases, you know, they're volunteers. We're talking about volunteers, and 70% of the time we're talking about women. So uh, with this lack of effective integration within health system structures, the majority of them aren't paid or not paid at all. Hmm. Um, so there is a gap there. There's yeah, a for sure. There needs to be addressed, yeah. In terms of training and paying the ones that you do pay and would probably like to pay more, um, how does funding work for something like this? That's got to be the other challenge, right? Exactly. That's the challenge. Like I said, most of the time they're volunteers, yep. so they're not good at all. Uh, but that needs to change. Uh, but we have organizations like the Global Fund, for instance, who prioritizes uh, the Global Fund to fight against malaria, HIV, and um, tuberculosis. So multilateral like that who prioritize uh, health system strengthening, who prioritize community-based systems, who say, no, we need to invest in these um, workforces to make sure that they reach the communities that need it best. Interesting. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. That is Hannah Balena, who is a policy and advocacy officer at Results Canada.